Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. It's that little chico pit boom, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at negative to positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken and you know, that's fire. Now, Bobo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on negative to positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how our life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. Podcast One Sports is your home for the Underdog Sports Network. Join Chris Horwadell and friends each week as they cover the biggest stories in sports with shows like Tales from the Association, the Underdog Sports NFL Show, and you're wrong and here's why. You can't rely on draft picks a lot of times with quarterbacks. There's four to five quarterbacks drafted in the first round that are complete busts. Check out all these exciting shows on the Underdog Sports Network every week on Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. That little chico pit boom, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, and you already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Bobo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on negative to positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how our life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. There's a womp rat sniffing around the studio here. Somewhere. Do you have they sniff like that? I think the womp rats, they're more like... <laughs> so, uh, it's the cold open, Mark Fernandez. You're not Mark Fernandez. You know, I'm not a big fan of The Last Jedi. Because <laughs> I don't like it. You're Christian Harloff. Yeah, yeah. You're Darth Harloff. 
What's the other? Harloff Minor. Yeah. What's your good name? What's your force, like, you know, if the, I was, the I light side never, of the never force? never been on the light side, so I wouldn't be able to tell you that. Why is that? Why is that? I don't like the Why light Why don't you like the light side? You, you it's BS. gravitate towards just, the dark side. Because it's not real. People, you know what? I saw people a tweet. Don't, people don't play in the light. The people play in the light side as a facade. I saw a tweet the other day. They said, breaking news, Star Wars is not real. Who said that? Steel. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I, think, I, think the, I think there was stuff going on. In his life? Not in his oh. life. On Twitter. Oh. Because people were, you know. Oh, right, right, right. Star right, Wars right, right, people. Right, right. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. And, you well, it's just, and people get very upset when you say it's just a movie or something, too. It's, you know what I, you know what I, yeah, I don't want to say it. You don't want to say it? It's just, for the first time in my life with, with Star Wars, is because I always felt Star Wars was so much more yeah. than just a movie. With the new movies, I feel like they treat them a little bit more just like movies. Yeah. You're talking about Disney. Disney or Lucas, yeah, Lucasfilm. Lucasfilm yeah. treats okay. it more. It used to be more than just a movie. I feel like these days, to the, the powers that be, they're just movies. They're, good. they're movies that they love. Is that and Lucas, movies, do you think? Because Lucas treated it, that was his vision. He put it in there. Yeah, but he, I, I still think there's a lot of people out there that that see it the other way too. I just yeah. think that you know, in in the grand scheme of things, it is a movie. It's but I just think a movie. It's, I think that it's just it's meant so much more to people than just a movie. So to me, it's more than just a movie. It's but. it's a movie. It's it's a movie. It's a story. It's the story that I yeah. gravitate to always. Yeah. The mythology, all that. I mean, because it's really too right now. You're on it. Let's just get right. Into it and go into rule the two. Do that rise thing that Fernandez does. Rise. Perfect. I do it better. All right. Welcome, everybody. It is rule of two, episode 16 on the official Collider Jedi Council podcast one feed. We drop every Wednesday. We're in addition to Jedi Council, and I'm bringing Jedi Council to me. Right. Because Mark Fernandez is gone. He's on Sith business, as we call it. Yep. Uh, Sith business being. We don't know what he's doing. He does what, knows what he's doing. But so he is the emperor. He's he is the emperor. He is Mark Sidious. You are Darth Harloff. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the show, my friend. Yeah, it's good to be this here. Is the second in a row. Uh, you, was we, it last week? We took off last week oh, because right, of the right, holiday. Right. So but it's kind of second in a row. Second in a row. Well, yeah, but Ken and I did. Oh, man, what a polarizing conversation that was had. Why was it polarizing? I didn't check. Well, we had. Uh, Look, you know me. I like to. I, the, to me, this is uh, this is more what I like to do. More, I, I was more, looking forward to this. We more, just talk, just intimate. Yeah. And Ken and I had the same type of thing where we did a pre-tape for yeah. Thanksgiving, and I and I asked the the fans at the end of the episode, said, "What do you what do you think? Do you like this or the old school?" And, and I also posted that inside of the uh, Collider Jedi Council Facebook group, and it was mixed. It was like fifty fifty. Uh, I think I'm getting a lot of tweets of people loved it, and yeah. a lot of tweets of people want to go back. To, to the regular, regular kind of old school format that they've become, you know, accustomed to. The internet fears change sometimes. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, it happens, and it's also different. I think you know, to be fair to the people who really like it, they, um, it's a very different feel. It's got a structured. It's not as conversational as much as it's like here's the news and it's kind of reporting and, and some people like that. I like the overall because there's sometimes three to four people on it and mm-hmm. it feels more like a council. So I thought the the not criticisms, but well, some criticisms, but good ones, uh, yeah. were were valid, and I thought there was some good conversation there. I had, I was very impressed with the way that people presented themselves, yeah. and, and said there was, but um, I just you know, for me, it's I've been doing that show for a while, and it's like, I I like to talk to people. You like to talk to people. 
hey, you wanted to change it up, and it was a perfect opportunity to do that. We had to pre-tape a number of things before right. the holiday. Right. So, But you brought up something interesting that it happened in the cold open. Yeah. And, you know, we're coming in hot right now. The idea that, you know, some people take Star Wars so seriously. It's not just movies to them. Right. But now the new regime that you're calling – that Lucasfilm – they're treating it more like I can certainly agree with that with Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah, she's she's a, a producer. producer. Yeah. She's a movie producer. So, you know, the Last Jedi does 1.3 billion worldwide. That's a success yeah. for a movie producer. It's a product. So, That's the thing is that I, I think it, I see it, and rightfully so to her as a producer. Yeah. she's brought in to produce, and she's like, "This is the product I need to sell. Mm-hmm. I've sold that product. I sold that product. I sold that product." And it's just to me, I always I always thought of Star Wars. More than that, whether yeah. it's right or wrong, um, and and so that's that's why I was just like for the first time I was like, man, they they kind of just feel like movies right now. And I want them to feel more. Yeah, I still yeah. like the I, still, I mean, I love the Force Awakens. I really do. Yeah, I, I I think you know Lucas went into it a little differently after New Hope. He he said I you know he had all that mark uh, yeah. merchandise money, so he's like I can do it this way. I can bring in Irvin Kershner. Yeah. I can start THX. I can start merchandising. Merchandising. <laughs> you know, funny enough, uh, Kathleen Kennedy is on uh, Twitter now. Oh, Did you see that? Really? Uh, that, no, that's no, not true. I was going to say. Yeah, Pablo Hidalgo just went. Come on, guys! Somebody followed him, and it's the and it says in the bio the official Kathleen Kennedy Twitter account, and it's like President Lucasfilm, Kathleen Kennedy, like three followers right now. Right. So she's out there. They. they not her. One hundred percent not her. She's she's, she's she's no business wanting to be on. Twitter. She never want to be on Twitter. Sure, because, no. My God, the minute she goes and tweets, there are people waiting. Like, yeah, <laughs> they're like the Minox from Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. They will be on that thing, and people will look in and tweet. And it's like Princess Leia looking out the window, and yeah. and then they're running. Yeah, no, yeah, no. that's not gonna uh, happen. No, she, you're never going to see her on Twitter. I I don't think so. Now. Uh, we walked into this kind of like, what, what the hell are we going to talk about? Yeah. yeah. I always thought when you and I sit down, what is the thing that Star Wars that kind of puts us together in a big way that a lot of people don't really – that they can understand maybe. Right. But we love the, the scores. Oh, yeah. You and I are scores and soundtracks guys. Yeah, absolutely. I mean we could talk about that. Yeah. I mean you I, know. It's, it's, I, I think that it's – I'm very curious to see what episode nine is going to turn out to be. That's kind of where I was wanting to go. Nine. Yeah. I think – Yeah. New themes. Um, there's going to be things that I think old, familiar themes that we haven't heard in a while yeah. pop up. I think there's going to be. I think my favorite one is going to return. Yeah. You're banging that drum, man. I really am. I do think. I, I just. It just makes sense, doesn't it? It does make it sense. Just makes sense. I think it could be. I mean, we had Matt Smith rumored to be a young Palpatine. I don't buy that really. No, I, I, think, I, I, I think it's like you're. You said hologram, maybe. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. One way or another, because you think Ian McDermott. The reason why I really started to think about it mm-hmm. was Rebels. Yeah. Because he came back in Rebels to voice Palpatine. And it's like, you know, he's in contact again. He's been at every celebration. Um, you know, there's a way – we never really got the full explanation inside of the Plagueis thing of what he really learned. I mean, we did in Lucino's novel, but not in really in canon stuff. So, like, what – how could it tie into this new thing? Because everybody tied in one way or another, right? You know, yeah. like uh, Vader tied in one way or another. Even Obi Wan ties in with in, inside of a uh, the, the the Force Vision. But there's been right. no mention of Palpatine. So, well, that's not true. They mentioned Darth Sidious. Well, yeah, Darth Sidious. Briefly, but... but that was in like in history. You know, mm-hmm. 
I just think that there's a way to do it. Like, how did Snoke come into this? And if you're going to kill Snoke off that early, you don't have a big bad right now. It's certainly not Hux. It's not Hux. And it, well, it's Kylo, but he's, I, but, but he's conflicted. He's conflicted, and he's still. They're going to still do that silly thing where they're going to turn him back good again. And you know it's what? Like, yeah. Well, here's you know why there there seemed to be something in the Twitter universe that all of a sudden people started arguing about the redemption of Kylo Ren. And not wanting to see it. Yeah. And um, I think that's what Steele was kind of, you know, is that where it started? Oh, is that where I think it that's yeah. where it started because I was looking at just going on Twitter and I'm like, wow, the Star Wars peeps are kind of in a tizzy right now. Why? Couldn't really put my finger on it, which is hysterical. But Kylo Ren, redeemed, uh, redeemed by the end, dies at the end. Gives his life to save some of the resistance. What do you? Where do you see his character? I, going? Th- th- unfortunately, I think they're going to do the redeeming story. Okay. I think that. He's been he's so far past it. I think we already teased it in the Last Jedi, yeah. but we'll go back to it again, yeah. and he'll be redeemable, and he'll be a good guy, and he'll 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 probably save Ray or something. Yeah, um, sorry, I'm going with that. Yeah, he'll probably save Ray, and whether or not he dies or not, I don't know. But he'll it's they're they're setting they're setting you up for for another turn. I think he I think he dies. I think Possible. he dies. Like Anakin yeah. style. Yeah, yeah. I think he dies. I think it's fine. I mean. I'm trying to just not speculate that much, but um, well, that's let's what talk we about episode nine. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, that's how speculate. That's what we do. Yes, I love speculation. Yeah. It's when you hold on to want something that doesn't right. come true and get mad, or you get something right, and then but the fans will get mad at you and tell you what you got wrong, even if you yeah. get something right. Yeah, we call it gotcha oh, yeah. here because I did my Ahsoka thing right. You know, you are. I always say, if you want to know all the canon, right. that's where you go to council. You know, you you guys watch the Rebels episodes. You're watching you Resistance. You need to watch Rebels, though. There's no excuse. I, I need watched to watch. it. I just forgot. You got to watch the whole thing. I got all the Blu-rays. You got to watch them. No, I'm, I want to watch them. No, sure? I watched everything finally. Oh, you I seen forgot. it all? And you forgot? Yeah. You forget, you forgot what happened with Ahsoka and, and Ezra at the end? Yeah, you know why? Because I was kind of watching it in the background, and I feel bad for saying that. You should. You but I want to revisit it because that um, I'm finally got the resistance on my DVR, right. so I'm going to. Re- I'm not go caught back. up on that, so I'll tell you that okay. I'm, I'm still two episodes in. And do you like it so far? The two episodes I've watched, I like. I haven't okay. watched it since the premiere. I have, I'm all backed up on my DVR, I'm, and I'm probably just going to do one big binge. And yeah, just get the whole season over with. I can't wait for like the the holiday break. I'm yeah. going to catch up on a lot of this stuff. Okay, cool. but yeah. episode nine. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it in your mind that you need? To ha- not necessarily happen, like speculation, sure. Yeah. But like, what are some of the hallmarks? You talk about Star Wars. You talk about like how it's more than a movie. What does that do for you in Episode Nine? So, what is that feeling like that you need in Episode Nine? Well, I always, I mean, like I said, I I, I push back against anyone who said, I mean, because Fernandez and I and talked about this in the last one. I I fundamentally disagree with him when he says that Last Jedi didn't have to do with the Force. It has everything to do with the force. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's a it's the whole movie the, is the about crux the force of the, of the movie. Um, but the uh, the thing that he and I are both on the same page is there's not one actual lightsaber fight yeah. in, in that movie. Right, that needs to come back. Um, I think we'll get that. Yeah, I think we'll get that, and then some. I think we're going to have a lot a lot of lightsaber fights. I think that you'll make it more about the actual force users. There'll be more about the people using the force than just. Ray, yeah, and um, and Kylo Ren, right, and that's what people want to see. I, w- I also need a two hour and a half movie. You want to, a two hour yeah, half close hours? it out because I, I think that because Ken and I were speculating on this. I think on the last episode, I would guess because I because when they made the deal, a Lucasfilm, yeah, and Disney, said so we're getting one movie a year, 
right? Mm-hmm. But that was before Disney Plus right. came along. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was the, – the goal is to be able to make sure that Star Wars is in the, the stratosphere. Mm-hmm. It's going to be in the stratosphere some matter, no matter what. And now that they have all these shows mm-hmm. coming in, I wouldn't be surprised if we get a break, right? So and, – and if it's one, two years – Everybody's be. watching The Mandalorian and maybe the Cassian Anders. Yeah. Because they're going to close out episode nine. Mm-hmm. And then what happens next? You know, it's like we know that Benioff and Weiss is w- are working on something. We don't know what it is. Yeah, but they get, yeah, they, they, they're going to start work on that after Game of Thrones wraps, which right. is July. No, April, it's April. Well, April's when, April's when the first episode airs. Right. But so they're still not actually, done. Right. So when it actually wraps, um, it probably won't be wrapped until like, what June. Yeah, so then that's and when they start June, working maybe? on it. So I mean, you know, I I thought about it. It's like they probably we probably won't hear anything about that series for a while because they got to go oh, in that's... and start writing. I'm sure maybe they have like they're sitting around the water cooler on break and go, you know, what we should do for that. Yes, maybe yes. they'll talk. But Structure, they got to write it, structure it out. They got to structure it out. They got to write it. They're going to start casting it. They would announce it. They would right. do whatever it is. So we're just looking at at least two years. That's what I'm thinking. And I'm thinking that you're going to have. And I think people are going to be okay with it because mm-hmm. a lot of, and I think it actually be healthy for Star Wars because once again the Mandalorian hits the way we hope it does. Yeah. You might get Mandalorian hits next se- next year, right? Mm-hmm. Then Cassian Andor, and then Mandalorian season two. If you don't get it directly year after year, then then you do that every other year, right. and then the next Star Wars movie is in like you know two or three years from now. And I think people will be okay with it because it's not a complete gap in Star Wars. No. Because it's still out there. People are going to be talking about yeah. it. Just your reference, the Mandalorian series and, and the Cassian Anders. People are going to talk about yeah. it. I think it helps when you take a little bit of a break. Uh, yes and no. Yeah. I think that it just depends on – like, for example, I think that if they shot whatever this new series is with, mm-hmm. and they shot it back to back to back mm-hmm. and they came out every year, like Lord of the Rings, I think you could have done it. I think that, they, I think that their strategy initially was poor. Yeah, I just I mean, Rogue One worked out because the reshoots and stuff worked out. I don't necessarily know if that had to be the first spinoff. It was fine that it was. Solo was a, was a mistake even from when it was launched to the movie itself. I think that it, whether you would have done Obi-Wan or something completely different, I believe you still would have. If Solo didn't fail, you'd still be having one movie a year. Yes, I agree with that. What do you think is the failure? We're going to jump around a little bit. Because, that movie? Yeah. Marketing, we've heard about. Yes. Not really needing a Han Solo movie, yes. we kind of know. Coming right after Last Jedi, all of, all of this, right? All of yeah, it. that's what I think, and I and that's where I wonder. Maybe that's why that Obi Wan movie kind of they got scared. There's all these rumors, yeah, and they, and got, they scared. got scared, and they went, "No, we can't do it." Because, but a lot of people want. Why do they want an Obi Wan movie and not a Solo movie? Um, I think there's a lot of different reasons for that. Because the f- the first is the is the obvious here is that. Han Solo was Harrison Ford, right? Yeah, that's you, huge. You and McGregor made it made us believe that he was young Obi Wan in the prequels. So yeah. he and Alec Guinness share Obi Wan, right? Alden Ehrenreich never shared Han Solo, so yeah. you had to accept that's him right. right away. So we were great point. We were going to see you and McGregor continue where he left off. Mm-hmm. So, oh, okay, that's just a continuation of the guy we already saw. So you're ready. That's so right, right there. It has everything working for it. Yeah, so, I wonder though. Like, here's what's interesting: when you hear Rogue One coming, it was kind of like a story that you could maybe talk about. How do they get the Death Star plans? Yeah. Right. That's something that I think fans cool. could go. Yeah. That's cool. I kind of want to see that. Han Solo. It's like I kind of want to know him doing the Kessel Run. 
Did I mean? I yeah, don't know. Yeah, the Kessel Run to me was very disappointing. I thought the Kessel Run was going to be like a everything a race. about Solo was disappointing for me. Yeah, I, and I know for you as well. Yeah, we, I, we, I, I thought it was. I thought it was. A, someone said this the other day, and I, I, thought, I agree with them. It seemed like a, a really good episode of like Rebels or something. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's it was. It just it wasn't a bad movie. It just no, wasn't. It just didn't. No. It didn't blow me away. And I think a lot of people felt that way. People say that's good, and even the people who I really liked it. Yeah. But it's not, it's not like one of those really memorable movies. And it was just one of those things that, again, like you said, six months after Last Jedi, yeah, mistake. The marketing around Avengers was everything. That and was Solo everything. was nothing. Mm-hmm. And Bob Iger even said, you know, I should we should have pushed that. I think that if you if it's coming out. In a month from now, right now, it does a hundred times better than it did. Yeah, and I, I there'd be so more too. excitement around it because. Yeah. It's, but, but you know, that's that's been we've been covered that we've covered that to death. Um, I just think that it wasn't a movie that people necessarily needed at all. It was that it was people and that rumor of Solo and Boba Fett. When we were doing Far Far Away back in oh like two thousand and uh, like thirteen, yeah, they, we were they were ta- the slate that they were talking about was Han Solo, Boba Fett, Yoda, Yoda, Obi Wan, Obi Wan, and, and Jabba like, the Hutt. That was a rumor. And that was that's still a rumor. Yeah, um, a gangster movie. You know? Yeah, I would love a gangster movie. I mean, but see, I, my point is, what are the stories that? Because everybody automatically says, "No, don't put another." I've heard it with Obi Wan. Don't do Obi Wan. Don't do all this reliance on these old characters, nostalgic right. characters. What are the stories that people want then? Well, I, I think it's it's a matter of what can be. I don't. Know, we said this last week on on this show or two weeks ago. That you you think you know everything about Obi Wan because you saw a couple of movies. You don't know everything about Obi Wan. No, we didn't know everything about Han Solo. We learned a lot about Han Solo. Yes. It just it was just a matter of inside of that with that particular and and Alden Ehrenreich was was fine. Yeah, it's it just I don't know if he just he just didn't portray Solo. I think the same way that he didn't have that kind of it was it, when when Han Solo walked into the room when he was Harrison Ford because he was Harrison Ford. He went, "There's Han Solo." Right. And I don't want to hear this thing about like, well, he hadn't gotten there yet. You have that when you're younger. It's like when you, you that's who the guy is. He's Han Solo. That's my the perfect example of that is I'm sorry, Ewan McGregor doing right. Obi Wan Kenobi yeah, right. because there was something about Alec Guinness, this wise nature, and it's like, well, he not young Obi Wan, but he had something that you can't take your eyes off him. Yeah, that's you a great felt point. It. He, that it's a great point because even when he's the young Padawan in episode one, mm-hmm. when he's talking to Jar Jar Binks and he's like, something elusive. Yeah. It's like you still believe that it's Obi-Wan. Yep. He's young. He's like he's super young and he's a Padawan. But I'm like, that's Obi-Wan. Like, Do you know how many times are we, the, the, that in the first Phantom Menace, it's like, they're all against it. Why can't you? And he's talking yeah, to, yeah, to Qui-Gon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I rewound that a hundred times going, that, see, that's like – that's Obi-Wan. That's Obi-Wan. And that's, yeah. and that's kind of that, – that's the thing. And again, it's something – and it's – we know about all the problems that went in there. But I just think that was the, the problem they were working with on that movie that if you would have led with something else from a different part of the galaxy, right, something completely different, and I still think they're going to go there. I, I'm – Convinced they're going to do that with Benioff and Weiss, and they're going to, yeah. because I think that that is a safe bet for them to go back in time. Because there's no, you don't have to worry about who's playing a Skywalker or right. who's doing this or who's playing a solo or how Jabba fits in. It's a completely different playground that you can create. And then again, like I said, if they happen to do the stuff with the Jedi and the Sith. How was it, how were they first? How did it all start? I it's, that's the story I want to see. Right. Like, what is it? And I don't I don't know if they'll go that far back, but somebody going like, huh, 
And then pulling something like, what's the first Force user? Right. What is the second? How do they form up? The that, School of the Jedi, the start, the, the teachings of it, the yeah. teachings of the Sith, how they split up, how people went rogue. You could, that's why when they say series of films, mm-hmm. if it's successful and they do indeed go that route, you can spin off into who's your lead character? Who's your lead Jedi? Who's your lead Sith? There's so much that you can do now to get all, all those fans who want the lightsabers and the force again, that's how you do it. And right. you can and you can do it, I don't know, five hundred years before and still call it the old republic if yeah. you wanted to. It's fine. I love that idea of the story. But it, it this this idea of like what are the stories that people want to hear, I think a good I'm wondering about the brand Star Wars versus holding on to like nostalgic characters that people recognize. So right. you can put a Yoda on a poster and everybody goes, Oh yeah, I want to see that. Right. But like when you put just Star Wars by Benioff and Weiss and you have like a lightsaber, like yeah. an old lightsaber, is that enough for everybody to go in? See, and I, what you're asking is mm-hmm. I believe what the people of Lucasfilm are asking. Are asking, right. right. Yeah. I'm I, playing devil's advocate right now. It is. And, it, and, and in the business sense, it's fair to ask. But yep. you've got to trust in what the lore that you have. And you've mm-hmm. got to trust in the fact that people like this stuff because of reason. If you give them the right warrior, if you give them the right – uh, hero or yes. right or the right villain to follow as long as it's set in that in that structure people will come yes and and, and it'll be and again depending on who you cast on who the director is mm-hmm. and because of the Star Wars IP they will be there but yeah. you've got to it, it, it doesn't you don't have to have Yoda in there you don't have to have Obi-Wan you don't have to have Han Solo for people that that because no one knew who Han Solo and Luke Skywalker were in 1977 no and they responded to the galaxy they responded to the adventure and I think that that's why every executive, every stu- you know, a lot of studio people get caught in the familiar because this works and we need to make money. And they don't want to make that risk because if they make that risk and it fails, then they look wrong. Yeah. But a lot of people want to take that risk but don't really want to because if they succeed, then they are looked at as the unsung hero. Yeah, it's it's crazy to think that just in 1977 – I mean, a lot of people sat there, and when the opening crawl happens, that got them. Then the spaceship right. going over the head, that got them. And then a lightsaber, and then it's the story that kept them coming yeah. back over and over again. So you're right. I think you could do – look at what Marvel did with Guardians of the Galaxy. I always use that example because they threw out Guardians of the Galaxy, and we all here yeah. went, huh? What's, Who are these guys? Right. It was huge because right. it was a good story. And it had the Marvel Fun. IP on it. Yep, Marvel IP. Yeah. That's it. A poster that says Star Wars, the logo, yeah. just up here with a with an old lightsaber coming out of the dirt. That's what but that's that's what it has going for it as opposed to even something like Guardians. If it is indeed if they were able I mean maybe they won't. Maybe it's maybe it's set in the future. But if it was set in the past, and mm-hmm. because just because of Benioff and Weiss and what they've done, you just would assume that they would go that far back, right? Yeah. And if they did, very similar to what you're talking about with Rogue One. Of mm-hmm. Don't you want to see how the they stole the Death Star plans? Don't you want to see how the Jedi were created? Don't you want to see how the Sith went rogue? Yeah. Yes, please. There's, sign me up. There's these questions that come out of these kind of concepts. Like the question, the main question is Death Star plans. For this, don't you want to see how the Jedi right. formed? Yes. Don't you want to see where Yoda came from? No. That's me though. Right. But I could see a bridge there with that character. And that's that's the right nine hundred years. Yeah, that's that's the point. Is if the first question is, don't you want to see how the Jedi formed or the, how the Sith began? And inside of that, 
you might see Jedi, Yoda as a Jedi training as an apprentice. All right, that's fine. I don't necessarily need that, but that would be cool. That could be a cool Easter egg. Exactly. Right? As Yoda to walks a, by. As opposed to a full movie on, yeah. his, on his adventures. We don't need that because that's what I was hoping maybe you referenced Boba Fett. Like I was hoping Boba Fett showed up in Han Solo and we don't need a Boba Fett right. movie. Right. But now we have no Boba Fett movie. I can't believe that that movie might have happened. That they That they went through not only one director but two directors and then killed it. Are you glad about that? The, which, which one? Boba Fett. Because we had Mangold um, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. reported that was going to do it. And no. before that, it was Trank. No, I think that Mandalorian is going to serve the, the role of what Bo- Boba Fett was going to do. Do you think there's any story kind of elements from a Boba Fett movie? That could play in the Mandalorian? Yeah. Absolutely. So, But the character, Boba Fett, a lot of people go at it. He's not from Mandalorian. He just yeah. picked up the, the, the mantle, right. so to speak. Right. Um, do I think that uh, he'll be a Mandalorian? I think he probably will be because I think that Dave Filoni will want to bring in the culture of the Mandalorians because mm-hmm. he loves Mandalore. Yeah. Um, and I think that Favreau's played in that sandbox as well. So mm-hmm. I think that they will do that. I think you're going to see tie-ins to the Rebels lore because it's not – it's that this takes place after Jedi mm-hmm. um, and that's not too far after when uh, Rebels ends. So it's right around the same time when Rebels right. ends. Yeah. Um, and I think that they'll they'll be some kind of tie-ins. To, that's that's the beauty of Filoni working on it because Filoni's yeah. been really involved in any the, – the television that we've had in Star Wars has been Clone Wars mm-hmm. and it's been Rebels. Uh, it's been and Rebels. Rest- resistance. That's what it's been so far. Now that we've got a live action, then why wouldn't you ha- carry that over into lore and kind of say, look, look I, we did this in the past. Favreau, so what do you think if we if we tied this into that storyline? What's Favreau going to say? This. No. Why would, why would he say no to that? that? That series in particular gets me the most excited. Because Mandalorian of, over Cassian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. Uh, because I, I – when we get Force Awakens announced and we're 40 years later, I'm like, sweet. And 30, right? Th- or 30? 30 or – four. I don't know. I mean 40 right. in age, but – Oh, know. yes, yes. But the idea was, oh, my God, we're going to see what happened after the Empire. Right. We didn't really get that. That's what I want to see. Right. I know we've had we, some canon stuff yes. that has worked. I loved Battlefield 2. I don't care. People – that me story too. to me was so much yeah, fun to cool. play. See Luke Skywalker go look for some stuff. See Han the Solo different character. Han Solo yeah. with the beard. You know, all these different things. But I really wanted to know what was it like rebuilding the Republic? What are these factions all over the galaxy yeah, yeah. that now can maybe – you know, it's like when you see a riot happening, right? There's no government. So everybody's starting to grab right, stuff. Right. What is that? So I feel like the Mandalorians are going to step up. Well, that's that's a great point because when you read all these books mm. and these comics and everything, you, you forget because sometimes it blends in. You think everybody knows what the hell was going on during that time. Like if you read Bloodline yeah. or, or any of that stuff. Which I love Bloodline. I love the government right. parts of that. And a lot of people in Star Wars heads have read it, but a lot of the casual fans and maybe a lot of people listening to the show right. have not. And they don't understand, like, so what the hell did happen? If you mm-hmm. didn't read Chuck Wendig's books, right? Mm-hmm. Like, all three of those, that sets it up. Uh, there's there's mention of, like you said, Battlefield 2 and all, all these things that kind of have pieced in. I know a lot of what happened in the Battle of Jakku and, and the formation and how the New Republic took control, but then they started battling within themselves again and the yeah. politics just started all over again. I think that they'll start to play with that. At least I hope they do. I don't want them to retcon any of that stuff because I thought yeah. that stuff's pretty been fascinating. That's the risk that you get as you started to dive deeper into storytelling inside a film. But if you take from that and you build that and you play off of it, then you could do some really special stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't think we're going to see a lot of the casual – or excuse me, a lot of the – Original characters, I don't think they're going to recast Leia. I don't think they'll recast Luke or recast anybody. You'll hear of them. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think because it's too hard. And to your point earlier about Alden and Harrison, it's like I brought up the what if scenario of like uh, Sebastian Stan showing up as a young Luke Skywalker yeah. in that I'm blind when it comes to my love for that character, right, right. for Luke Skywalker. So I'm like, why not? Could they do that? I don't know. But to your point, I don't think they're going to do that, at least for a while. Yeah. I could, I'm wondering, though, if, if it gets really, really popular, will they ever risk a young Leia, a young Luke Skywalker, bring in Alden Ehrenreich for Mandalorian somehow? The story serves, maybe. Yeah. Depending on how far they got, because it's, it's the most popular thing that they do on, the, on it Plus. Hits. It just and, is and it, great. Just, the numbers are incredible, mm-hmm. and they're, they're just doing, and it becomes... Season five is around the corner. Yeah, and, and eventually... Depending, oh, not eventually because it's thirty years to play with. But you, you know, you get closer and closer to Force Awakens, and what's going to happen? Like you got to play, you've got to play into. Depending on, maybe not. I don't know. Who knows where the Mandalorian goes? But I just think that you're going to want to tie in a little bit nostalgia. Yeah, and I don't mean necessarily showing the characters, but talking about them, the understanding of what's happening inside of the government, because the New Republic is going to be the focus of because that's that's who's in charge at, right. at the New time. Republic. Yeah, at the time of the Mandalorian, the New Republic, they're in charge for like thirty years. Yeah, um, and you know they don't get overthrown by the First Order until Force Awakens. Right. So all of that, and how does this Mandalorian like how how is everyone operating? Because when when we know the Star Wars that we know in live action before the new trilogy, right mm-hmm. inside of well in the prequels. We saw that the way that people ran was underneath the re- old, the old Republic as it is as it was, with uh, the Jedi as the consulates and and, and all these people just kind of um, running as the Emperor and everybody else in the Galactic Senate mm-hmm. was running the entire shop. Sure. Then in the original trilogy, it was what was happening as far as the Emperor go, the Empire goes, and right? And the rebellion that's happening underneath the rule right. underneath the Nazis, if you will. Sure. Right? And you saw that in Rogue One. You saw it in Rebels, and we really haven't had a lot of material at all mm. as far as what was it like underneath the new republic i know that's really fascinating yeah. to me i mean aside from bloodlines which i know not your casual fans so that's what i'm wondering you could have a like you know uh chancellor Whoever. organa right said that she's they are not, putting she, in you know she's law not chancellor yet no i know does she ever become a chancellor um she runs for she runs for the i think um i forget what, what it is in, in bloodline but that's six years before force awakens right this is this is right after jedi so she's still kind of built she's the senator i believe she's, she's building, senator. Yeah, building yeah. up i don't know when when she becomes the senator as far as or, or when she becomes if she goes or you could say basically Chancellor Mon Mothma just put right. a, a a decree across the galaxy mm-hmm. and it travels all the way to the you know Mandalore and people are like, well, we have right. to do this differently and it shapes the plot. Well, she does m- m- that you bring that. Mon Mothma says, and I believe it's right after Jedi, of of the people putting down their weapons and like having and, – and New Republic kind of disarming a bit. Mm. And just – she does – she puts a, a big mandate down and I wonder – Mon Mothma, you could bring back. Yeah. And you could bring her back from the same actress from Rogue One. From Rogue One, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't see, yeah, that character could be interesting to come back. Some of these pocket characters yeah. that we've heard about. Akbar. Akbar could come back. At, Akbar would be great. I think you wanted a hunt? <laughs> I can't believe you're going over to the Mandalore. <laughs> and Last Jedi. You wanted a hunt? And then he's dead. It's, oh, such a waste. 
Oh, Such poor guy. Way. Do you see that Jason Fry, the, the writer Fry. of yeah, yeah. The Last Queen's Jedi, yeah. he is going and doing a thread about the book, the, the novelization, and giving you little facts. Oh, cool. And he, my favorite was because that opening of The Last Jedi book got all of us. I remember you giving it to me and going, read that. Yeah. And I just went, what? Yeah. And he kind of defends the choice to do that going, it's, it wasn't a little grab. It wasn't to try to sell it, although it helped. It served the story. I wanted to make the force – Almost like a character. Yeah. And the Force was warning Luke Skywalker, hey, if you sit on your laurels like this, this is what could happen. Right. So, but I that's that just opening. an aside. That, really that aside was, was really good. Yeah, Jason Fry is a good uh, – he's a really good author, man. Good Star Wars. Underrated, uh, underrated Star Wars author. He yeah. doesn't get enough credit. He doesn't get enough credit and he's – I love it when people like this that are doing some of this kind of stuff, they go into Twitter and they share some information. Yeah. So you get this like nice little look inside everything. Which brings me to another point. He talked a lot about Ray. I got tweeted over the weekend. I want to get your take on this since I have Darth Harloff and you're good at canon. You're the speculation off the charts mm-hmm. um, that the idea that the, uh, they're watching The Force Awakens again. This is uh, Tatooine Sons, a Star Wars podcast. I don't know if you're familiar. I'm not. Uh, that the Force ability that Quentin Voss has is what Ray has. Quinlan. Quint- I mean, oh, yeah, it says Quentin here. Quinton Voss, but Quinlan Voss. Yeah. Um, that she's able to relive, relive the events of an item she touches. Now, we're calling it Force Backs or Flashbacks. Isn't that the same thing? Wait, say it. Hold on. We're, we're, we're watching The Force Awakens. Sam um, yeah. realized that Ray's Force vision is simply psychome- uh, psych- psychometry, psychometry. Okay. The same Force ability that Quinlan wow. Boss has. She's able to relive the events of the item she touches. Right, right, right. So okay. it goes into so, – did you see the leaked image of uh, Luke Skywalker? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the, making Star, Star Wars. Wars posted it, they yeah. t- 2015, they had this idea. Yeah, they said that – well, they, it wasn't an idea. Uh, I mean uh, the scoop. Yeah, yeah, that, that there was – they took – there was this shot footage of Luke from Empire. Yep. And they were going to use it. And that was the – this is the kid that I guess that was supposed to play him. And they just, right. they just cut it out. Um, that vision – it really – I'm worried about it, that whole vision, even though it happened already. Yeah, uh, because of episode, the Force Awakens? That is episode it's a, nine. Because it's like, w- did it mean anything? I don't know. You I don't feel know? like, this is what I feel like, they're just not going to address yeah, it. I don't think they're going to address yeah, it. Yeah, and that kind of sucks because I liked it. Yeah. I like the idea, though, taking that psychometry or whatever you pronounce that freaking word. That aside, if it's just vision she's seen from touching this thing, I call them Still flashbacks. Yeah. Then there was flashbacks in the Last Jedi. Flashbacks in Episode Nine. Could we do it? Could we see it? Could we see Luke in action again? That was one of my theories. You know, we see something with Ben and Luke Skywalker. I hope so. I just yeah. I think. That, I mean, I think they've made it kind of clear now that they're going to focus on the new characters. And as much as I think I want to see Luke in it as much, I have to start to kind of reality. He's probably going to be in it like that much. <sighs> yeah. Breaking my heart, but yeah. I, I can't disagree with that. Yeah. You don't think JJ could really look at this? I mean, this this stuff we were out, we were talking about on Collider Live. We got into a somebody got in a shouting match, and we just were tagged on Twitter over the Last Jedi, right. based off an Obi Wan movie. Right, like there was a report from Obi Wan, and then they start arguing over the Last Jedi. This thing is still going. <laughs> right, right, it's a year. It is a year, and well, people are still gonna, yelling. Yeah, this well, this is going to Episode Nine is going to it's it's going to be Yankees versus Red Sox. That's all it's going to yeah. be. <laughs> That's all it's going to be. It's, yeah. it's people who, if they, if people who hated the Last Jedi like Episode Nine a little bit, they're going to love it. 
Yeah. And and it's going to be it's going to turn and then if people who love the last Jedi mm-hmm. and there's any retconning or I don't think retconning is the right word, but I think there's going to be stuff in this that kind of says, yeah, don't really pay attention to what was said in episode 8. It still kind of counts, but not really. Well, how could they ret- like what? I the only th- thing I can think of is Luke and his ra- race parentage. Race parentage. That, That's yeah. Because they can move around that and say, you he know, he was lying. Yeah, it's something along the lines of, of I was lying. I I I thought I thought about it. You know, it's just been it's been long time. Maybe maybe there are other things here that I didn't necessarily read the right way. And mm-hmm. there's, there's there's ways to maneuver around it, right? Yeah. Um, and I think that stuff will happen. I think some people, depending on how it's done, may love it. Some people may hate it. Um, it also depends on how nostalgia will work into it and how it plays. And yeah. Both of those guys, Star Wars, were very different from one another. They were yeah. very different Star Wars. They both saw Star Wars very differently. Whether mm-hmm. you lo- love, you can love both of them, but you can't which argue. I do, which I'm glad. Right. And you Thank can't God. argue that they are very different Star Wars movies. They are, yeah. They, yeah they, and that's what I love so much about it. I love so much the Last Jedi. I just watched it again with uh, on my Patreon page yeah. uh, with a bunch of fans. We just analyzed the hell out of it. I had a blast. Then, out of my own accord, went and watched Force Awakens over Thanksgiving, and I just love how they complement each other. But that's just me. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. I have fun very, with that stuff. It's a very different conversation. It's a very different conversation, yeah. but for we're staying with Episode Nine. Okay, so Luke, smaller part? I'm, I, I think so. Yep. Yeah. I think it's going to be Maybe in the fo- size of Yoda in Episode Eight. Uh Maybe a little bigger than that. Yeah. Well, that's... Yeah. Maybe a little bigger. That might be fine. Again, I want Luke haunting Ben Solo. I would love that. I don't think that's going to happen. You don't nah. see around, kid. I know. I, I tell you, that's, that's kind of the stuff. I don't think that he, there's going to be a, a, an attention paid to. I think JJ is going to make JJ is going to make a sequel to Episode Seven. He's not going to make a sequel to Episode Eight. Mm. I, I just don't. I just don't think he will. Um, but he's the one that put him out there on that island. I always say that. But who, yeah, and again, and, we'll, but, you we, know, will, and, we will never know the answers to any of these questions. We will yeah. never know the answer to, unless you are fr- unless you are Greg Grunberg. Right. Uh, you will never know the answer to these questions uh, because, you know, and I love that sometimes when people say like, well, you know, J.J. came out and said that if he read this script, he would have – earlier, he would have done this himself. <laughs> I love it when you go there's, to your voice. There's, there's also things that would be like, I want to direct again. Yeah. I want to be political. Yeah. I also – I'm going to say certain things because I know how to because I'm in this business. Yeah. Um, but look – Maybe maybe it turns out like episode nine comes out and you go, whoa, these complemented each other very well. And it just – it man, Ryan Johnson could have been directing that one. Right. And some people are like, no. Yeah. Other people are like, that's amazing. We won't know. We have about – it's only a year away. I know. Which is crazy. Um, and I am starting to really, really look forward to Star Wars Celebration. Yeah, me too. I'm really looking forward to that as well. I think – okay. So we're going to end it here with some last – Speculation. Sure. Uh, when are we going to get the title? Yeah, there's your thing. There it is. It's the, there it it's is. the LaCroix. It's LaCroix. Um, title? When, when are we getting the title? Before celebration? Hmm. Um, it just depends. If if they might wait, which I think would be risky and they've done this before, they might wait until April to give us the first trailer. Was the first Celebrations last, is March? April. 
April. Right. Was last Jedi, I think the first trailer is at Celebration. That's when I mean I think we got the did we get the title like a couple weeks before? We get it before. We've we gotten did. it before. So I wouldn't be surprised if it happened like March if that happens again. Okay. Um yeah, I mean this movie's not gonna need a huge marketing push. I think people are gonna be uh excited to have it close out and see how it closes out. The final yeah. Episode of the Skywalker saga. And I think once April hits, I think they you can give the title in March, give the title in April, and then really fire through. But I my my whole idea of what I think we're getting at celebration has kind of changed drastically. Yeah, I think because of solo, you know, kind of cleaning the slate, like yeah. we're not doing this. Here's Mandalorian stuff. Here's Cassie Nander. Information. Information. Yeah. We're going to get maybe the announcement of another streaming. Maybe. I don't know. Probably not. Eh, probably. The, yeah, you're right. I take that back because we're going to focus on these two. Going to get a Clone lot of Wars, episode nine. Clone Wars stuff. A lot of episode definitely nine getting. Stuff. Episode nine trailer, Clone Wars stuff for sure. They, they, they could have a TV panel. Yeah. And the TV panel could be Clone Wars. It could be, or, you know, yeah, Clone Wars, Mandalorian. Cassie and Andor, right? That's that's right there. That's three projects that you could talk about. Got then a lot you, there. Yeah. Then you have uh, Episode Nine. Mm-hmm. I think that's where it stops. I was I was kind of beating the drum for a little bit that I thought that Benioff and Weiss were going to be there doing their thing, but now that Game of Thrones debuts in April, and I thought that you know I was, I, they're still shooting and editing, and and they need all the stuff to finish out by like June or whatever it is. That I think they're going to be too wrapped up in Game of Thrones, and I don't think they're going to. I don't think they're going to announce anything. I mean, I think you're ninety percent correct. I have this outside chance, and I don't bet against Christian. Harloff, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong on this. I one. would love to see it if they actually show up and announce their project. Yeah, I was, and go. I, this I is changed, what we're doing. I just changed my tune on it for a long time. I yeah. thought it was, and then after they announced Game of Thrones that it's coming in April for sure. Yeah. I at first I was like, oh yeah, that means we're going to get it, and I was like, well, no, because they're going to be editing. More post for than all the follow up and all the hype because of the last season, right? It, they're they're not going to be wanting to have their head wrapped around in Star Wars right now. They're going to be doing Game of Thrones press. It, it's not going to be for a bit. But just a plane ride over, we're coming out on stage with Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah. All right, everybody. Hi, I'm you know Benny. Hey, I'm Weiss. Yeah. Okay. So very excited to announce. You know, it's going to be Jedi versus Sith. You know, coming, blah, 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 and they target it, and, and they're like, all right, everybody see it. Yeah, I know, can see that happening. Yeah, you know why? I, another reason why I don't think it could? Mm. For exactly what you said, they've got bit in the ass too many times now with announcing something and then it either falling apart. <sighs> yeah. And then it's like, because we don't know when it's coming out. Mm-hmm. If they stick to, they're not com- it's not coming out in 2020 at this point. They would no. announce something. So no. let's say it's 2021 or even 2022, yeah. right? It's like, why announce it? Now, before you have it, write the script, have it done, have it locked, and then announce it because it's that. Not, because it's not like you don't have something else that you're filling in the, in the interim. Yeah, you've got this TV series that everyone's going to be hyped about. Yeah, you have another TV series. You got Clone Wars. You have things people are hyped about. You've bought your you've bought yourself some breathing room. You really have. I mean, I think that's a great point because they kind of need it. I mean, everybody's excited for Episode Nine. That's built in. We've been excited for Episode Nine since they announced this these new trilogy was going right. to come out. The trilogy movies are what we're excited about. So I tend to agree with that. I think you're probably right. All right, Mister. 
Uh, I almost called you Fernandez. That's, yeah, that's uh, hysterical. Uh, Mr. Harloff, thank you very much for filling in for uh, Dar- or Mark Sidious. Go Dolphins. Oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> Dolphins deep dive yeah. coming at you. Uh, where could the people find you, of course? Uh, you know where. You know where. That's right. I knew I set you up for that. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> and I love it. That's why I want to do it. And it's episode 16. That'll do it. Uh, I am at Riley Round on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me there. Send us some questions. Hashtag rule of two. Fernandez will be back next week. We will get on it again, I promise, and we'll be back next week, of course. But that'll do it. Episode 16 in the book. Subscribe, rate, and share this episode with everyone. This is on the official Collider Podcast One Jedi Council feed. See you next week. It's that little chico pit bull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. And I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive. Brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. Ah. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary.